I'm Joe Bob Briggs, and you're listening to My Bleeding Ears. Welcome everyone to My Bleeding Ears Podcast. This is episode number 82. No movie of the week this week because this is a whole episode of movies of the week. We watched a bunch of movies. A buttload, some might (laughs) say. Uh, We went to Cinepocalypse 2019 Film Festival this last week. Uh, I went for eight days, Jessalyn went for seven. Mm Mm-hmm. And so we saw pretty much all the movies, and we're just going to go over all of them with you, except for one of them, which is going to be in a separate episode. Uh, after this one, it's going to be episode number 82. Yeah. Uh, Wait, 80... 83. Isn't is this 82? 82? No, this is 81. Oh. Right? I think it is. Ah, whatever, who cares? I really do think you said 82 at the <laughs> Is it 82? Well, it's going to be one of those, like, 81, 82, 83. One of those numbers. But that... Final movie that I'm going to do in a separate from all these other ones is the Glenn Danzig Veronica movie, which I'm just going to make a whole episode about. Yeah, I decided to skip that one. That was to kick off the festival. Right, and you missed out. It did not yeah. disappoint, but it did disappoint. Yeah. So. <laughs> you uh, read me some of the reviews the next yeah. day. Yeah. so uh stick around for that episode it'll be after this one or if you just want to check that one out and not listen to this one go for it but uh there's some pretty good movies that we're going to go through and hopefully a lot of these are going to be released in theaters maybe a couple of them uh most of them will be released video on the man video on demand later on in the year and one of the movies i know for sure was picked up by netflix so yeah we'll get to that one okay Okay, the first movie you and I saw, and it was the start off of Friday. Mm-hmm. Uh, this, the the festival started Thursday, ended Thursday, right. <laughs> the next week. So, mm-hmm. so then we went Friday, and we took all this time off work too. It was a whole week. Uh, this is my new Comic Con. I might have said that before. So, uh, this is my new thing. Yeah, you know, I love movies, and so. Yeah, it's in this beautiful old theater called the Music Box in right. uh, Ridleyville, I guess. Nope. No, Lakeview. Lakeview. Yeah, it's whatever. technically Lakeview because on the garbage can it read Lakeview. So, okay. uh, and if anyone, anyone doesn't know, also is that we are we are based out of Chicago. Mm-hmm. We live in Chicago. We don't live in Algonquin or Lombard or Crystal Lake or any of that shit. We live in Chicago because. I'm sure a lot of other people <laughs> from Chicago have heard someone say, oh, I'm from Chicago. And they ask them, like, oh, yeah, what part? And they'll say, oh, we're from Carroll Stream or some shit. Yeah. Like, no, they, that's not Chicago. You're, they're, you got to live in here. It's yeah. a pet peeve of Chicago. It is. It really is, you know? jeez. <laughs> ah, but anyway, our first film that we saw was Belzebuth. Mm-hmm. And this one stars Tobin Bell. And it's about, uh, it's like half English, half Spanish, the movie. Um, it is about, you know, a, a ghost, I believe, right? Or a demon, actually. A demon, yeah. Um, that's, that possesses people, and, uh, I guess it's, 
this demon kills babies. It like will infect another person, and then uh, that person will uh, kill whomever. I guess the devil tells him to kill, right? Well, yeah, it's it possesses people to kill well, like, children and babies because that it's like the second coming of Christ. Right, so right. The demon wants to stop. The second coming of Christ. So yeah. I, I, I'm sure the demon got a satanic phone call from the devil saying, hey, right. there are these babies. One of these babies is the second coming of Christ. You have to kill them. So uh, the possessed demon person was like a nurse in a hospital starting off this movie. And you see her uh, kill babies. A bunch of newborns. It's not for the faint of No, time. it isn't. You don't <laughs> see it close up. You don't see babies actually getting no. stabbed. But you get to see her motion of stabbing yeah. things. and a lot of blood. It's, it's yes. an upsetting scene. Yeah. It is. And um, unfortunately this there's this police officer who just had a baby and that baby was killed. Mm-hmm. And um, five years later uh, we're back again with that police officer and um, the killings are, are never really stopped. And uh, and this like a, time it's a school shooting. Right, right. Yeah. It's a bunch of different school, like a school shooting. A bunch of different disasters right. start happening around uh, where this takes place. And uh, this cop is kind of like piecing all this together. Um, and that's where it leads into like Tobin Bell is this priest-like uh, uh, character. I guess right. he was excommunicated from the church mm-hmm. for, for stuff. And then it just goes on from there and then you find out a bunch of shit. Uh, visually, this movie was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, there's uh, a scene in like this abandoned church where the uh, this crucified Jesus comes to life, and it's done really well, and it's really scary. And yes. It's, it's probably the the highlight of this movie. Agreed. Uh, I did enjoy this film. Uh, I do recommend it. It is visually pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, it reminds me a little bit about Constantine, a little bit the movie Constantine, oh, okay. just a, a little bit. Uh, but other than that, yeah, I give it uh, like a solid B. It's nice. It was a good start to the the, the festival, and uh, it really set the tone. Yeah, it definitely set the tone. I give it a B minus because it sort of went from one thing that was unique, and then that creepy Jesus was amazing. Right. Um, and then it sort of just turned into your run of mill yeah. possession film. It did. It did. Um, but it grabbed you, though. There were certain parts yeah. that did grab you. I yeah, guess. I was entertained. Yes, sure. absolutely. Mm-hmm. It was a nice, entertaining film. It's not the best demon-possessing movie you'll ever see <laughs> or right. your fight against Satan. But there are some really good parts to it, so mm-hmm. I would definitely check that one out. Uh, our next movie, which uh, started about 4.45, 5 o'clock at night... Uh, was the Argentinian film Punta Muerto, which means dead end. Mm-hmm. And it was kind of a throwback to like a uh, 50s noir kind of um, uh, whodunit mystery, murder mystery yeah. kind of uh, movie. Uh, it's filmed all in black and white, and, um, which I think fits it really well. If it was in oh, color, yeah. it would have been kind of boring, I think. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but seeing it, it's in black and white... It really serves the purpose of the film really well and getting you into that, you know, time and age where movies were kind of like this. Um, this one is about a writer who um, who never kind of finished a novel or he never gave away a, a secret in one of his novels about how the bad guy got away. And so this comes full circle when they go to, when this author goes to this, like, uh, 
I don't want to say it's like a retreat kind of for other authors to learn about writing or whatever. And then he's a front, he's um, confronted with the same predicament that happened in his book. So it keeps kind of, kind of his own book is playing out through this movie. Right. And, like how do you how did the killer get out of a locked room? Right. And yeah, yeah then that's pretty much the the gist of the movie. It's it's pretty decent film. It um, it's done well. Uh, the acting is really good in this yes. film. The the one of the authors in in the uh, in the movie is really good. <laughs> um, like the um, uh, head author's counterpart, he's really good. Yeah, I thought. Mm-hmm. Uh, he looked really familiar, but I did not know him. I looked it up. Uh, Luciano Caceres, I want to say. Oh yeah, I didn't know yeah. that one. Um, what did you feel about this movie? You weren't too... I mean, it didn't thrill you all that much. It's yeah, like. I liked it. It The tone was a little bit confusing because it starts off acting out one of his novels. Right. And it's sort of goofy. And it I is, thought, you're okay, right. this is going to be a parody of film noir. Right. And then it, it wasn't. That was the only goofy part. So I was sort of, I guess, disappointed because I was excited about a parody of film uh-huh. noir, but it was still a good movie. I liked yeah, it, it was. It was. It was a good movie. Yeah. Um, yeah, I give it another like B minus B. Yeah. It was. Uh, I would like to know other people's uh, thoughts on this yeah. one too. Mm-hmm. So check this one out as soon as it comes out. B movie, not not the greatest, but it was a nice little touch. Yeah. Uh, the next one we got to see uh, <laughs> has been out for a very long time because uh, Joel Schumacher was supposed to be at this film festival but for some reason he had to pull out right and they're going to show a few of his movies uh, they were going to show um uh whatchamacallit uh falling down and another one of his films flatliners which is the movie that we saw but mm-hmm. he had to cancel so they just showed one of them right so we stuck around for flatliners and i believe it was an original 70 millimeter print of the film mm-hmm. uh, so it looked great i mean <laughs> it was yeah. really nice to watch i've never seen flatliners nor have i seen the sequel uh, not the, the remake of it the remake uh, is just pointless. Yeah, it, and I think like, like PG-13, so yeah, why? Exactly. Yeah. So, uh, did I like this movie? It was okay. It uh, wasn't great. I liked watching Kiefer, Kiefer Sutherland get the shit kicked out of him by yeah, a kid throughout definitely. the movie. That was, that was fucking hilarious. That, that I was cracking funny. up in the theater. And no one else was <laughs> laughing. I'm like, wait, why am I cracking up and no one's laughing? What's going to happen <laughs> later on, you know? I guess I didn't realize that you've never seen Flatliners. No. Yeah. I like it. I think it's a good movie. The only part I've ever seen was where Baldwin is like getting confronted by all the women, and I'm like, dude, what the fuck's going on in this movie? Yeah. <laughs> so he records women he has sex with without them knowing. Right. Um, and then his comeuppance is that they haunt him, which is pretty progressive for 1990. Yeah. Um, yeah, I love a 90s thriller. I love a 90s thriller, so... This did not disappoint me. I like this movie. Flatliners. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, if I never see it again, I'd be too soon. <laughs> I mean, it's all right. You know, it's Schumacher movie. Who gives a shit? Anyway. Not Batman and Robin. Okay. <laughs> it's getting there, though. <laughs> the next movie that was on the list was about uh, was a 7 o'clock start. I mean, I'm sorry. It was a 10 o'clock start for the movie Villains. And it was this is a movie uh, I was looking forward to because of the cast in it. And so are you when you yeah. read upon it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Villains. Uh, stars, uh, what's, uh, oh, what's his name? He's Skarsgård from It. Bill. Bill. I always forget his name. Bill Skarsgård. Because uh, all of his other like Alexander and all these other names, right? Or Yeah, I forget. There are four 
They're probably all sons of Stellan. They're all probably foreigny except Bill. Yeah, Bill. <laughs> yeah. Bill. Well, Alexander, that's not. Yeah, but it's spelled with like a K, isn't it? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I okay. don't know. <laughs> anyway, Bill anyway, Skarsgård, Bill, it fame. And Micah Mako Monroe uh, mm-hmm. from It Follows and the Guests. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I really wanted to see her. And. Um, this one was pretty good. I, this is probably the most um, most fun I had during the festival was during this movie. Yes, agreed. It was a, it was a good time. Uh, the acting was really good. Skarsgård was really funny in this movie. Yeah, I've never. Is. The only thing I've really ever seen him in was Deadpool Two. His quick part in there and in It really. And those yeah. are the only times I've really ever seen him. So it's funny. It, it's cool to see that he's actually you know, a funny dude. Yeah, I watched some of Hemlock Grove. I never really got into it. Oh, right, but yeah, right. he's not funny in that either. Compelling, definitely. I was like, who is this kid? He's going to be famous, and now he is. Um, but yeah, also Jeffrey Donovan and Kira Sedgwick. Jeffrey Donovan is from. He got his his claim to fame is like Burn Notice. Yeah, that was he was like the USA main character show. Yeah, um, and I thought he was hilarious. He was. This. Like, I, I always knew his face, but I never remembered his name. And after this movie, now I remember his name. Jeffrey Donovan. And he he looks a lot like Mac from uh, Sunny, It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. I always get those guys confused. Oh, I guess. I feel like Mac is a lot better looking than Jeffrey Donovan. Okay. Sorry, Jeffrey Donovan. But you're just as funny. <laughs> um, this movie is about uh, Mika Monroe and Bill Skarsgård. They're two, like, kind of fuck up people who love each other and they rob a store and their car breaks down and it runs out of gas it runs out oh it runs out of gas <laughs> yeah. right unlike uh, this kind of uh, foresty road and they go over to this house and break in and steal shit and find that there's a little girl chained up in the basement mm-hmm. and that's as far as I'll go in this movie which really reminds me of a mixture of, of what did I say before you said true romance that turns into the people under the stairs right exactly <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's pretty much what it is yeah. so uh, I give this one an A me too I had a lot of fun I thought this movie was great check out villains that night, also at midnight, was Guar. They did a like a mystery science theater of the the movie Rock and Roll Nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> was that the movie? Or was it was that movie or some other movie? I don't did. know. We didn't stick around because no. I didn't think it was going to be funny. I was like, I didn't really care all. Too. I saw that movie a long time ago, and yeah, it's pretty stupid, and and I didn't know how funny the Guar guys were going to be. But the next day, one of the programmers told me that the um, that it was funny and that I should have stayed. But it was late. I'm old, and I didn't really want to stay up that late. Yeah, we didn't make it. And I don't care about Guar. I really only know that Guar is a band because of the movie Empire Records. See, I knew them. Yeah, well, <laughs> I am somewhat a fan of theirs, too. More yeah. of a fan when I was younger. I've seen them a few sure. times in concert, mm-hmm. so that that was fun to... Did you get all bloody and pukey? The first time... No, the second time I went, yes. I got sprayed with blood and jizz and stuff, so... <laughs> I, and it was a fun concert, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, my friend Charlie went to see them when we were in college together, and I... He worked at Quiznos, so the next day he was working at Quiznos, and he showed me his legs were all like stained yeah, red. You're all I was all stained. On his forehead, yeah. Worked the next day, and I had to go, and I worked in a hospital too, and uh, my <laughs> face was just full of marks and red and black stains all over. <laughs> yeah, that was uh, that was a good time. <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, we didn't stick around for Guar, but 
uh, we came in the next day at noon, and then we went and saw this movie, uh, Dead Con. Mm-hmm. It's about a, like, a convention for YouTubers. Um, good idea, um, to start off with, so I was really intrigued by this movie, and... It's all found footage, too. I mean, not found footage, but it's all, like... No, 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 no. There's, not? there's, no, no. There's plenty of parts where it's all filmed, like, without people holding cameras okay. or anything. I guess I sort of forgot. It's... Yeah, a I think. Yeah, I think it is. And, well, yeah, I liked it. Yeah, it is a forgettable movie. I didn't like it. It's um, the execution was poor. There, the ending uh, didn't further anything. You never really find out why or, or different people's, you know, uh, uh, intentions in this film. So it's yeah. it's really just. I don't know. I, I didn't really enjoy it all that much. It's okay at the best, you know. It's it's a good. It was. It had a pretty good start to this movie. Um, and what happens in this convention is that, uh, like thirty some years ago, there was like a computer programmer in one of these these this hotel room at this convention, and I guess he invited a ghost or something into like the world, and yeah, it was just a, a mess of a movie. Yeah, that was confusing. Cause I because then they're the ghost kid. They keep flashing back to these kids in the closet, and I'm like, wait, was the programmer also a serial killer, or right, exactly. is this from before that? No, well, they try and put little images around the sets to, um, so you know, just to give you a little extra. Like there's a of this bunny balloon that pops up throughout the movie, right. and you get to see it in different parts of the of the film, just in the background. So, I guess they, you know they tried to give you like. Um, something like something to grab onto here, but um, all in all, it really just didn't. It it didn't. It really didn't pan out the way I would have liked it to. You know? Yeah, not my movie, but still at the same time, you know, you should have an ending that works or or characters that you like, which there are very yeah. very few in this movie. They're all horrible people in this movie, and I know watching horrible people get murdered is great. But you also need someone to. Uh, you need a to hero. Learn. You need a hero. Yeah, yeah exactly. Mm-hmm. And there's none of those there, and it's really hard too because a lot of these YouTube people and Instagrammers and all that shit are very unlikable unless you're like twelve years old. Right. <laughs> they're goofy as shit and annoying as fuck. So. And they make a point of like all of their fans are like eleven year old yes. kids. Yes. Which yeah. yeah, that part's good. There mm-hmm. are some good parts to the film, but overall, um, I'm gonna say pass on this one. Yeah. So, I mean, if you can see it for free on some streaming platform, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. It's okay. Yeah, when it comes out. Whenever it comes out. Yeah. Who knows when. Our next film, which wasn't even a film, it was Guar again, but they showed one of their old, uh, like, videos they used to have back in the day. Uh, I actually, I used to have one of them. It <laughs> was, uh, they would put out, like, these uh, hour-long music videos with them, like, I don't know, pissing blood all over shit. And it's just these funny um, political things that they would have, and it would just be intercut with, like, uh, puppets and monsters and stuff. Yeah. And gross and shit. Which, I, if you like Guar, I'm sure this is right up right up your alley. Um, I thought it was fine. I've, I've seen stuff like that before. It's definitely from the 90s. You can tell it's from the 90s just by the way it looks and how it's edited and how it's filmed. It looked like a... Like a... Like, 
remember an MTV, like, uh, they would have that Dan Cortez, like, he'd go out and he would, you know, he would say something that he cut real quick, you know, yeah. it'd be kind of like that, mm-hmm. you know, real, like, 90s-like MTV, so that's what it, it reminded me of. If you like Guar, of course, check out Phallus in Wonderland, the name of the movie they yeah. showed. It's only I an hour. took a little nap, <laughs> but I was awake for the Ethan Embry part of Empire Records, which <laughs> is how I know Guar. <laughs> and they did a little Q&A afterward. I stuck around for a little bit of it, and then I, I took off. But, um, yeah, it was a couple of the dudes from Guar there. Sleazy, yeah. P. Martini, and uh, Balsack, Jaws of Death. <laughs> uh, Boulder lead singer died so, yeah. a few years ago, so that sucks. So that was that, and we had a little bit of time before our next movie, which uh, was actually I liked a lot. Yes. It was called The Swerve. Yeah, The when the programmer came up on stage to talk about this movie, they, you know, most of the movies in Cinepocalypse are horror movies, but not all of them. They throw in right, some yes. straight-up dramas, and that's yep. what this was. That's kind of what he said, that they didn't want to pigeonhole themselves into just horror movies. Right, and that's good, absolutely. And, yeah. you know, that's, what, that's, I, that's why I think I like this uh, film festival a lot is because I do the same thing here. I don't pigeon my hold myself mm-hmm. in horror or any any genre really. Um, I like all the genres. Um, yeah. Except maybe like romantic comedies, but those will be very very few and far between what I like because I think a lot of them are just kind of goofy and cash grabs. But if you can make a good yeah. one, then yeah, I'm all about it. You know. Yeah. Get me interested. It's kind of what Eternal Sunshine is, kind of. Yeah, keep telling yourself that. (laughs) So anyway, the movie is called The Swerve. And it's about um, the few days in the life of a woman who fucking hates her life. It's kind of just stuck. And everything starts falling around down her. And um, it's just pretty much just a portrait of this woman... And her, her downfall in life. This, like, clinically depressed woman. It made me think of... I started talking to you about Sylvia Plath and mm. Virginia Woolf and all those bummers. I mean, the, the commit authors who committed suicide because yes. they hated their lives. <laughs> and their stories are really, really sad. That's what the swerve reminded me of. Um, Asura Sky is the main character. She's amazing. Yeah, you said she's she great. won a Best Actress award for yeah for this movie for Cinepocalypse. Yeah, yeah she won the because they put out awards for all these movies, and she won for this one, uh, which she's, deservedly so. Yeah, she's um, wonderful. I think there was only maybe like one more person that I believe could have um, taken her out for that one, but we'll get to that movie later. Okay. Yeah, I really only know her. I mean, some TV. She's in an episode of uh, Buffy the Vampire Slayer, one of the only two good episodes of the seventh season, <laughs> Conversations with Dead People. She's one of the, like, the main character in that episode. But other than that, I don't really... She's got an interesting face and an interesting voice. I always recognize her, but mm-hmm. that's the only thing that comes to mind. Yeah. Uh, this is a checkout for me. This is yeah. like a, a B+. Plus. Uh, man, uh, I don't think I'll ever want to watch it again. No, I give it an A, but I never want to see it again. It was so sad. Yeah, yeah, definitely check out The Swerve when it comes out. I don't know when, but who knows when any of these come out, actually. Yeah, and plan to watch something funny afterwards. (laughs) Go out and do something fun. Yeah. I was clinically depressed after I watched this movie. (laughs) Luckily, we had a movie that totally brought our spirits back up. 
which was a, I want to say a 35 millimeter print of Total Recall. Yes, so that was sold out. Sold out. A movie that came out nearly 30 years ago. Yeah. Sold out the Music Box Theater. 700 seats, yeah. Total Recall, baby. And uh, in part, <laughs> it was sold out because... Michael Ironside was there. Yes, he was. And it was a blast to watch that movie, and especially have him in the crowd, too. Yeah. And he did a Q&A afterward, which was really cool. Um, one of the best parts was that he kind of started off saying, you know, he asked for questions, but at the same time, he's like saying, don't ask me stupid questions, please. One of the questions I always get is... Um, did was there an affair between myself and Sharon Stone during the movie? Yeah. Uh, I, and he's like, I usually get asked that question, and I tell them none of your fucking business. <laughs> so, and then, like, he also said they're friends. Yeah, you know? yeah. Like, he's their like, kids go to the same school. Right. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so that was really cool to have him there. Then afterward, he had like a like a meet and greet thing. You know, you talk to him for a minute and take a picture with him and. Um, I didn't get to do that because I had to go to the bathroom when this happened. <laughs> and um, so I went to the, the crapper and had to do number two, if you have to know, which is kind of <laughs> integral to what I'm talking about right now. So I'm totally sitting down, taking a quado, and <laughs> I can then, whenever the door opens to the men's bathroom with another guy coming in, I can hear Michael Ironside outside speaking to people with that deep ass voice he has. So here I am, popping a squat. Listening to Michael Ironside going like, wow, we'll never get more surreal than this. Yeah. And Giving life advice to, a, like, a 10-year-old. Yeah. Who <laughs> didn't have any idea who he was, but his parents were like, let's go meet Michael Ironside. <laughs> he was awesome. Yeah, he was Very great. chatty. He had some good stories about Paul Verhoeven. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Somebody asked him what his favorite... Move, the most fun he ever had on set and he was just kind of like dude I've done 300 movies yeah. <laughs> yeah, let me think on that for yeah, a minute let me, let me have that rattle around yeah. he never got back to it but no. who cares Yeah. <laughs> but yeah it was really nice to see him up on stage be cool and he looked like he was having a really good time Yeah. he said he hadn't seen the movie for about 16 years he said I believe yeah and he so. got emotional because his counterparts in this movie had just died like about nine months, nine months yeah. ago. Yeah, so we got a little... Verklempt. Teary. Yeah, teary. Uh, yeah, because uh, he said there was a, quite a few people in that production that he saw on there that have are no longer living, so he was getting very teary-eyed while watching this movie. And mm -hmm. he was actually sitting next to his daughter, too, who is actually a filmmaker also, he said. Mm -hmm. So that was really nice. That was real nice. Yeah, it was nice that she was there. <laughs> That's cool. All right, enough about Total Recall. It still holds up, man. It Total does. Recall's hilarious. That movie's fucking great. <laughs> and that's my favorite Arnold comedy, okay? It's the funniest movie Arnold's in, next to The Running Man. Ooh. I definitely like it more than Running Man, but I've seen it more than Running Man. Funny, though. I mean, this is where yeah. Arnold is funny. I'm not talking about his comedies where he's not funny. I'm talking about one of these movies where he is funny. Yeah. I don't know. Kindergarten Cop's pretty funny, but yeah... It's not so much action. It's not so much him that's funny. It's the the stuff that's happening around that's Arnold true. is funny. Yeah. Well, yeah, he has some funny lines in his like, "Stop eating," you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's, yeah. There's those lines that have been made funny later. Right. But now they're. I mean, yeah. Uh, <laughs> we had to skip out again. We didn't get. This is the first movie that we didn't get to see uh, that was unreleased yet, which is called Bliss. 
Yeah. It was a midnight show, and we couldn't. I just couldn't stick stick around anymore. Uh, but before that, though, before we got to see the midnight show, we didn't see the midnight showing of Bliss. We got to see probably my favorite, and I think the best film that was released um, during this uh, this conve- uh, this festival, which was The Lodge. Yeah, top two for me for sure. I think Villains was my favorite, but this right. was right behind it. Uh, and this was done by the people who did Goodnight Mommy, which I hated. And Me you hate it also. And I'm so glad I didn't know that this was by the people who did Goodnight Mommy until after I watched yes. it. See, yeah, because you were, you were never paying attention to the guy on stage. I was always listening to what he was saying. I felt like I was paying attention. Which, yeah, well, you would have heard that then. <laughs> Unfortunately, well, now I'm telling you. So if anyone listening to this podcast, uh, you're going to get a, a pinch of an idea of what might happen yeah. in this movie, The Lodge. Don't let that deter you if you hated Goodnight Mommy. We well, no. think we're in the minority of people who did hate yeah yeah well there's i think it's split on that one yeah i think well i don't know who cares though i i didn't like it i i spoke about it before and i it just they tried something and it didn't work yeah and it was boring uh but the lodge isn't the lodge is fucking tense yeah uh riley kehoe's in it i love her she's my new girlfriend yeah she's yeah she's she's pretty hot (laughs) i also think she's amazing in everything she does I think she's she's good, but I don't think she's amazing. She hasn't done enough just yet, or the roles I've seen her in just haven't totally done it for me just yet. Okay. Uh, Not even Mad this Mag- one? Mad Max Fury Road. Right. She has a small part in it, right? Uh, Under the Silver Lake. Barely in it. Barely in and those it, Those are yeah. the only two things I can really base any performance on. No, uh, uh, oh God, what's that Joel Edgerton movie? It Comes at Night. Oh, right, right, yeah. right. Yeah, she was all right in that, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, shit, I forgot about that. Yeah. <laughs> um, didn't we say that Jon Snow was in that movie? He's not. Jon Snow isn't in that movie. No. It's the guy who looks just like him from Girls, He right? does look a lot like him. Yeah, it's the guy from Girls. <laughs> taller. You're right. That's that's the only way to differentiate, I believe. <laughs> but yeah, check out The Lodge. I'm going to give this movie an A. I don't want to yeah. say anything else about no, it. No, me neither. Um, watch the trailer. The trailer doesn't actually really give all that much away, so if that piques your interest a little, it's safe to watch the trailer for yeah, that movie. Yeah, it doesn't. Or, I mean, I was tricked. I won't say anything more, but I was happily tricked. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was one thing, and I was totally wrong. Yeah, and surprisingly, yeah, it was. I was really, really happy about this movie. Mm-hmm. All right, next. Our Sunday starts <laughs> off. <laughs> Back at 11.30 in the morning. 11. That's another reason we didn't stay for Bliss. We yeah. can't sleep, man. We're old. Yeah, we had, we had to come back. Because I really wanted to see this next movie. And it's an animated film. About 70-some minutes long. Yeah. It's called Attack of the Demons. And I believe this was done kind of in the, in the style of South Park. Yeah, with uh, construction papers. paper. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and full length. And it is kind of a love letter to the movie Demons and The Thing. Yes. Um... It was it was fun to watch this movie. I would say the only thing that kind of took away from it was the voice editing and just some editing altogether. Um, it, yeah. it wasn't fluid enough. Like, the, the conversations weren't fluid. They were kind of boring. And I think that was supposed to be on purpose, like the deadpan voice delivery. But, but not for every character. Yeah, I didn't like it. Right. Yeah. That's That's my biggest fault with this movie. 
it's still fun to watch. Other than that, it's funny. Yeah, it is funny, and there's a lot of homages to demons in this mm-hmm. movie. Which yeah. I, and I actually got to ask the director who was there. I was like, um, "Hey, do you think if you were to put this out in different territories, it could be an unofficial sequel to the movie Demons?" And to which they're like, "Well, possibly. Yeah, it could be." Hashtag I mean, he definitely whatever. named it as an inspiration yeah. for the it was film. The obviously, first, yeah. This is the first <laughs> word that came out of his mouth. Of his, what his inspiration was for this movie it was demons. Right. And so I was like, "Oh, I can definitely see it in this fucking movie." <laughs> yeah. Uh, check this one out. This one's fun. Check out the trailer for it too. It's uh, it's a funny little trailer. Um, and they'll tell you if you're gonna like it or not. I give it. I give it a B. I mean, this Me is guy's first movie, I guess, and you know it's pretty tough to do yeah. <laughs> to animate this. Um, so yeah, check that one out. Uh, another film. The next film that came out was by Lucky McKee. His next film. If you don't know him, he did movies like May and The Woman. Uh, and this movie's called Kindred Spirits. Now, I've seen May, and I really like it. I've never seen The Woman. Which, actually, we got to see the sequel to it in the same day, but we'll get to that. Yeah. Uh, why don't you introduce Kindred Spirits? All right, so Kindred Spirits, it uh, stars Thora Birch, who is a mother of a 17-year-old, so she started early. Um, she dis- uh, her younger sister, younger by like seven years, um, she's been wherever, just kind of off the grid for a year. She's kind of this weird hippie girl. She comes home and sort of like, and is living with the mom, Thora Birch and her daughter. And her and the daughter get along really well. They're yes, like they're very close. Yeah. Kindred spirits. I they're guess. the kindred spirits, <laughs> if you will. Um but you start to realize pretty early on that the younger sister has some ulterior motives. Or just some issues. We'll yeah. just call them issues. Yeah, okay. <laughs> well, I don't want to give away too much, no. so I'm just going to say issues here. It's super fun. If you love, like, fun, campy thrillers from the 90s, like Poison Ivy, mm-hmm. you're going to love this movie. And this one was I did. good. Yeah. This was a good film. It was... Um, the acting was great and hit in it. I want to say that the the sister in this movie was did a great job. She yes. is second uh, to the Swerve, uh, the actor, the actress from the Swerve. Um, yeah, she did a really good She's job. She's amazing. In this movie. She's I've awesome. never seen her in anything. Yeah, uh, she looked familiar, but I'd never seen her in anything. She's great in this, yes. and Thor Birch always great. Yeah, she was good in this yeah. too. I hadn't seen her in a while, so it was nice to see her back on screen and mm-hmm. do playing a mom and not like a teenager for once. So that yeah. was good. <laughs> yeah, we were outside uh, smoking with some dude who said he hadn't seen her in a while and was like, "There's no way that she could be a mother. I don't care how like young that no. kid is." Blah blah. And I was like, "Yeah, Thor Birch is 37 years old." Yeah. yeah. It's like, no, she's not. Yeah. She is. She's only a couple years younger than us. Yeah. 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 <laughs> 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 so that's a definite yes for me. Yes. It was a good movie. I give it an experience. A. Mm-hmm. It's a movie you said, yeah, you want to watch all the time. Yes, it's something I just want to put on in the background. I loved it. And after that, we had a lot of downtime because we didn't go check out the 35th anniversary of Hot Dog the movie. Yeah, when I saw it, it said something like, in the spirit of meatballs, and I was like, nope, that's all I needed to see. I'm not going to watch oh, that. See, meatballs is like the lowest of like all those movies. Porkies. Porkies, yeah. yeah go for porkies. Not, don't no. fuck with meatballs, don't okay? Don't go with porkies either. <laughs> this is, so this is a porkies kind of like movie, right. or like one of those 80s sex romps, you know? Right. 
Um, it's fine for the time. I really don't give a fuck about it. Nor do I want to watch people doing tricks on skis. I don't really care. I was curious about David Naughton because I've never really seen him in anything except American Werewolf in London. But yeah. Nah. 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 Watch something else. Watch so, yeah. Better Off Dead if you want to watch a good like skiing comedy. Yes, Better <laughs> Off Dead. Yeah. <laughs> that one's great. <laughs> I couldn't give a shit about it. Yeah. So, Hot Dog the movie, whatever. Yeah. Um, no thanks. Seven o'clock. Our next film was on, and it was the sequel to the woman called Darlin. Yeah. Um, directed by the woman from the woman, who is right? also in um, The Walking Dead. She has a role. So yeah, she, I forgot her fucking name, I'm sorry. Uh, she directed it, she wrote it, and she acts in this movie too. Pollyanna McIntosh. That's her name, yeah. right. Uh, she has that like weird fucking bang haircut in Walking Dead, if you've ever, if you've watched the last few seasons, she's in it. She has like the, the group of people who live in the trash dump, that's her. Okay. So um, she was actually there to introduce the movie and do a Q&A afterward. <laughs> we didn't stick around for the Q&A because um, I believe this movie tonally is way different from The Woman. I've never, like I said, we've never seen The Woman yeah. before. And this is like a sequel right from that. And from what it seems like, and Lucky McKee's films seem like, they're pretty downbeat films for the most part. And really kind of just um, located in just one spot throughout the movie while this movie is all over the place yeah uh, there's like comedy in it there's uh blood guts and uh cannibalism and stuff there's all sorts of shit in this movie i would have to see the woman to say for sure but it felt to me like she tacked this onto the woman to sell tickets it didn't seem like it had a whole lot to do with the woman at all right yeah it was um it didn't really build on the story, I believe, of the first one. I would have to see it to really be 100% on that. But yeah, I would it, have to see it. It does seem like it's tacked on to a movie. But at the same time, you know, I can say that, <coughs> um, cool, don't make the same tone of the last movie. Go balls out on it in this one, maybe. Book of Shadows. Exactly, right there. <laughs> that's actually really, that's, yeah, absolutely. If you, uh, and like with the Blair Witch sequel, which yeah. I think is underrated. <laughs> which I think it's okay. Um, just like this movie, I think it's okay. Yeah, this um, movie's okay. It's a lot like the Book of Shadows movie, because it goes in kind of a totally different direction right. in the filmmaking process. So, um, yeah, check uh, maybe maybe check out Darlin. If you like the woman and if you need some closure, I guess, or, or something more from that, check out Darlin. Yeah, sure. Uh, the next movie, which was about two hours later, closing out the night for us that night was Satanic Panic. Yes. I was really looking forward to this one. Yes. It, this one looked really funny uh, because it has Jerry O'Connell in it. So I was yeah. like, oh, this is going to be hilarious. Jerry like, O'Connell that a goof. and, yeah, Rebecca Romaine. And I was really excited to see them work together. I think they're adorable. Yeah. Uh, this this movie's about a pizza girl on uh, her first day of work, goes to this rich neighborhood to deliver pizzas, <clears throat> and they don't tip her, and she doesn't really get tipped all day. So she goes to... Um, um, this rich neighborhood and drops off like a hundred dollars worth of pizza mm -hmm. and gets stiffed on the bill. So she kind of worms her way into the house and sees that there's like a, a like a, a meeting going on with all these rich people. And she finds out that it's like a satanic meeting 
Right. And all the hijinks from there, you know, ensue, and then they find out that, she, well, they make her the sacrifice that's going to happen. <laughs> right. <laughs> they capture her with Jerry O'Connell. <laughs> and, um, yeah, then, like I said, hijinks uh, go on, and <laughs> then, then that's, you know, yeah. pretty much the movie, and then some other shit happens. I don't want to give too much away. No, I don't either. It's funny. <coughs> I felt like it was a little half-baked. Like, this was one of the movies that I felt like could have been... It was only, what, 89 minutes? Yeah, it wasn't very long at 89 all. minutes. I feel like they could have made it a little longer and added some more. Like, uh, we... I noticed in the beginning a woman who I was pretty sure was Jordan Ladd. And then by the end of the movie, <laughs> I was convinced it was Jordan Ladd because it was Jordan Ladd. It was Ladd. Jordan Ladd. She had maybe four lines, yeah. which is a waste of Jordan Ladd. I'm True. sorry. Um, yeah, I don't know. It, it was funny. I laughed. Yeah, I there were some good parts in it. Um, yeah. I like the lead in the movie. Yeah, uh, your she new was girlfriend. really good. She's a new girlfriend of mine, Haley Griffith. I, yep. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that's move over, make a Monroe. Yeah, she, <laughs> she reminds me kind of a Rose McGiver from My Zombie. Yeah, she does. Yeah. She does. She does. I kind of yeah. thought that was Rose McGiver at first, and I was like, no, that's not her. She was good, though. She yeah. was a good. Uh, she did a really good job in this mm-hmm. movie, and it was fun. It was a good, fun movie. Um, I give it uh, just a B, B minus. Yeah, there, it could have gone a little further in this movie and given us a little more, but uh, yeah. I liked it. I give it a B plus. I want to see another cut of it where you added more, where <laughs> like I get to see Jordan Ladd's lines. You're listening to the Prescribed Films Podcast Network, home to hundreds of hours of free podcast entertainment. The shows on this network all have a common goal, providing you with the best discussions about movies and other forms of entertainment media. The PFPN hopes to fill your ear holes with audio joy. Visit our website with links to all the other amazing shows at www.thepfpn.com. Thanks for listening. Monday, we started off with shorts. Um, I don't remember too many of them. Probably because most of them weren't all that good. Um, it seems like a lot of these shorts that are put out are are meant to be bigger movies, or at least to get attention of people to make them into bigger movies. Yeah, the first block of shorts, which was, yeah, that morning, there were really only a couple that were actual stories. Right. Yeah. This is just like the beginning of... These These are all like a beginning of a movie. And there's no payoff, really. And I guess that's what how you make shorts nowadays. You I just guess. You make them, hopefully, maybe someone will see them and like, hey, let's make a movie out of this. And then you get to build on from that. But a lot of them just are just set up to nothing, or just nothing. It was like a scene, yeah, like you said, it was like a scene in what could have been a longer movie. Right. Where I like, I feel like shorts should be a story with a beginning, a middle, and an <coughs> end, just shorter than a movie. And here we're just getting a, a, a beginning and a middle, or a beginning and an end, we're getting nothing in between. Yeah. Um, so, uh, they're not really t- too many that are, are memorable. One of them was, uh, I want to see... Budfoot was pretty pretty crazy. I liked it was with action figures. 
Uh, you like the woman, which was crazy. Well, that well, was a that different was shorts. The, yeah, that was Black Two. Black I'm, two I'm lumping all better. the shorts yeah. together okay. on this one, though. Yeah, Delirio was pretty good. The first short in the first block of shorts. Let's. I'm gonna. And that's that. the one with. Um, which one is that? That's the mortician one. Oh, when she. That okay, one was yeah. a story with a beginning, a middle, and an end. <clears throat> and that one was kind of like. Um, no, that one was good. Yeah, I like that one. Yeah, because it did have a beginning, middle, and end. Yeah. So, yeah, that was a good one. Um, any other standouts? Yeah, so in block two, which I thought was much better. It was. Was Budfoot. That was right. funny. Beginning, middle, and end. The opening heavy metal video one was great. It was really low budget. I forgot yeah, the name Yeah, I forget what that critical hit, maybe? I don't uh, know. They're not in order here. Yeah, they're not in order. I looked already. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> Some were good, most were not, uh, and a few of them were shown before movies too. And those, most of them just were, were, were once again just setting up and not really coming through with anything. Yeah, and Toe was one. Of the toe was a good that, one. Yeah, Toe was a good one. Toe that one opened up before Attack of the Demons, mm-hmm. and I actually spoke to to one of the filmmakers of that movie, and I was speaking to someone else on the side too. I was saying like, you know, um, the way this movie was made, it was kind of like a a stop-motion animation film. Mm-hmm. And it looked like... Um, most people would probably say this looked like a Tim Burton film. Yeah. Which I wouldn't, you know... Yeah, sure, of course. Because it's stop-motion. Right, and yeah. it's dark and there's black in it. Of course, mm-hmm. yeah, okay, Tim Burton. Um, but I told the guy... I was, I told the well, the, the filmmaker, I was like, hey, this this is how I would love to see scary stories to tell, uh, to tell in the dark. That um, mm-hmm. the old books that... Yeah. Or there's called scary stories, um, and they they made a movie on it that's coming out pretty soon, and it looks just I mean it doesn't follow like the books too much. Well, it, it has it looks like it has characters from the book and different stories from the book, but it looks like it's just one movie and not a bunch of little little uh, like an it. anthology. I got it. Yeah. And I said to the guy, I would love to see those stories on the screen like you just made this movie toe and i think mm-hmm. it would be great i thought it would look awesome um but yeah that's a pipe dream <laughs> that'll never happen <laughs> it's already filmed and in the can so yeah <laughs> and then woman i thought was perfect yeah, that was from hilarious. beginning middle to end <laughs> it was, it's, it, we're pretty sure that the filmmaker is the star and also all of the other characters right yes <laughs> <laughs> it was a funny short it's, but it's also, it's funny, yes. but it's also a social commentary yes. about, you know, cops killing un, unarmed black men. Yes, pretty, yeah, that's And then woman what it is, yeah. <laughs> sweeps in and saves the day and beats up all the cops. And, yeah, then it has a disclaimer at the end saying the woman really isn't real. Yeah. And this really happens and, yeah. She won't be coming to your defense anytime soon. Right. She's fake, yeah. And then you're like, oh, <laughs> I laughed and now I'm sad. See, there was, there was a few good shorts in there, but most mm-hmm. of them, I don't know, man. They're, they, they, I mean, they're filmed well. Yeah. They look great. Mm-hmm. This is like filmmaking that I can only dream of, but and your, your content is, I don't know, un- interesting if you're not going to put all of it in there. Right. And maybe I'm wrong about how shorts work, but I feel like they should be a full story. Yes. Just shorts. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Ugh. <sighs> The next movie, though, really brought me back up after the, that first block of shorts. Mm-hmm. It went on another one of my favorite movies of the festival, and it won the um, the fans uh, the fan voting too. Yes, 
This movie is called Why Don't You Just Die. It's from Russia. Which made me a little nervous. I don't feel like Russians are kind of nuts. I didn't know what I was going to see. They're nuts in a totally different <laughs> way, though. Like, you know, they may exploit something that Americans don't exploit, but Americans may exploit something that they That's don't exploit. That's true, yeah. So, yeah, sure, you may not be used to this kind of violence, but equal violence from our part of the country is just as bad as the That's violence that they're true. showing. And the violence <clears throat> is relatively slapsticky. It is, yes. <laughs> Uh, this movie <laughs> is about um, this guy is going to um, uh, his girlfriend tells him that her dad used to molest her when uh, when she was a kid. So he goes over to this apartment where her dad is and mom. He goes there to go kill them, and um, you find out a whole bunch of different things, and you get to see from different perspectives and different stories. Uh, coming up to where we are now in the story, and it's shot really well. Uh, it mostly takes place in just this apartment building. <laughs> yeah. The action in this film is great. The editing is great. The sound is great. Uh, the acting is wonderful. The characters are great. So um, this is a definite plus for me. Uh, I definitely, you should definitely check this one out. Yes. Uh, a plus. I hope they release it, because I would watch it again. It yeah, was pretty funny. It was cool, and, it, and as goofy as it was, it still gave you a story, and you still had parts to it that were serious. And But at the same time, yeah, it was, it was crazy. It was a crazy movie, Yeah, and I liked it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you should definitely check this one out. And this just goes to show you that I think fans are a lot more... Or fans of this genre, or these genres of movies that we saw at Cinepocalypse... Are, are much more in tune with what more of people like us like and are in touch with that. Mm-hmm. So it's funny to me, like, a movie like this will win f- uh, for the Audience Award, but the winner of the festival, which comes up pretty much almost last in this podcast, when we'll tell you which one it is. Which is decided upon by <clears throat> a jury. By a jury that is not among filmgoers. It's, right. The jury was Schumacher, Joel Schumacher, and a few other people who I forgot. Uh, I'm not saying that they don't matter, but I just <laughs> their, their names weren't recognizable yeah, to me. Yeah, you didn't know their names. Yeah. So they headed up this jury, and, and that's fine. Yeah, okay. Um, the movie they picked, I didn't agree with. I thought maybe oh, yeah. this movie or we'll the Lodge, <laughs> but we will get to that movie. Yeah. But this one, definite plus. The next movie was another one of my favorite movies in this because I think this film in its original cut was way ahead of its time. (laughs) And it is the R-rated cut of Tammy and the T-Rex. Which is uh, one of Denise Richards and Paul Walker's first films. Very young. Very young, yeah. (laughs) This movie originally came out like the mid-90s, direct to VHS and no one knew this had an R, this was like an R-rated mil, uh, film to begin with, and then there was tons of gore in it. But they cut out all of that and gave it like a PG rating. I don't know how they did yeah. it because I never saw the original. I just saw <coughs> the uncut version. Well, Tyrell, the Steve Martin of our show, just said sometimes the deaths were confusing. Like right. you weren't even sure did that did he just kill that guy? What happened? Because they would just cut away from the scene. Right, right. <laughs> but they put all that stuff back in yeah. there. Oh, man, it was awesome. It was great to see with a big crowd. It was fucking hilarious. <laughs> I, had, I had a good time, except for the people behind us who were stupid. Yeah, they were. Uh, it was like three women 
And I guess they'd either, one, never seen a movie before, or two, never been to a theater before. And the noises they kept making, I swear to God, I thought someone was getting finger banged behind me. Just like, oh my God. Yeah. Oh. It was like... Oh my God. (laughs) Like, that's what I kept hearing. I'm like, what the fuck is going on behind me? It was like they had just met, and they were trying to impress each other. I don't know. It was so... It was weird. Strange. Yeah, and... You got up and went to the bathroom or something. <coughs> oh yeah, I had a leak. This is this movie's from the early nineties. There's some homophobia in it that does not age well at all. No. And I didn't hear the word in the movie, but the girl behind me said the word faggot. Mm-hmm. And I thought, is this an eighty year old woman behind me? <laughs> no. So then I was hot. I was pretty mad about these girls that they even if you would mimic saying that word, which I don't think she did, I think she just said it mm-hmm. what the hell is wrong with you mm. i'm mad again just thinking about it I'm punch <laughs> that girl in the face how dare you use that word Ugh. i should have punched her in the face so tammy and the t-rex tammy and t-rex yeah. <laughs> it does not take itself seriously no at no not at how all how could it possibly everybody's in on the joke in that movie yeah which was great <laughs> right. that was wonderful it was so fun to watch it's gonna be released on blu-ray uh, i don't know when but did we Soon. give a premise? So, I mean, Tammy is in love with Paul Walker. Denise right. Richards is in love with Paul Walker. Um, Paul Walker ends up, like, dying. And yeah, he's getting mauled by, like, a lion. And yeah. It's, it's, a, it's a long story. And I'm then, not yeah, sure how we got there. And, and then, then um, once he's in the hospital, he's, like, um, he gets knocked out. Then he gets taken away to, like, a... Uh, Fucking what's this? This like museum curator slash mad scientist. Yeah. Bernie from Weekend at Bernie's right. totally kidnaps him <laughs> and puts his brain in a T Rex and an animate uh, like one of those animated T Rexes. <laughs> so there we go, and that's the movie. And now like he exacts his revenge on all the people who wronged him, and then tries to fuck Tammy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, except with Tammy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So that's the movie. Yeah, that's it. It was great. Check it out, man. I had a great time watching it. I can't wait till it comes out the Blu-ray or VOD or whatever, because I want to see it again. And I need to see the original, too, just so I can see all the different parts cut out. It's probably horrible. Yeah, I don't think I want to see the original. I liked all (laughs) the ridiculous gore. (laughs) Our next movie. (laughs) How would it even end? Because the, the, the ending, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Denise Richards sniffing for a brain in a jar. Like, it's not kid friendly. <laughs> that was great, too. Sorry, spoilers, Tammy and the T Rex, everybody. Denise Richards, everyone. Whew. Yes, wow. <laughs> Bombshell. Wow. Um, the next film that we saw was from the area of Chicago. I'm not going to say it's from Chicago, from the area of Chicago. Mm-hmm. It's called The Lurker. Uh, I want you to talk about this one because you had a lot to say about it. Yeah, so, alright guys, I'm, I'm gonna say this. I can't make a movie, so I'm an asshole, but this movie is a stinker. It was the first stinker mm-hmm. of this festival, I think. Um, it's kind of your run-of-the-mill slasher movie. It's got Scout Taylor Compton from the Halloween reboots. Playing Compton, a teenager. Playing a teenager. Even she's though she's 30. 30 years old, yeah. Yep. Which, whatever that happens in your run-of-the-mill slasher movies. Um, <laughs> yeah, the it's really, I think if they went back and re-edited it, 
it might be good. It might, But yeah. the editing made it really confusing, and some of, I don't know if it was Scout Taylor Compton's acting choices, or if they just, the editing, like, they cut out her acting. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't all that great. No, it's, it wasn't. It's... It was disappointing. And I was looking forward to it. I like her. Here. I like a good slasher movie. Right. And it looked like it was going to be kind of a... Funny slasher movie, like or fun, like an homage to a slasher yeah, movie. Yeah, a nice throwback to slasher with gore, and there yeah. wasn't all that much gore in this no, movie. No, there's really no gore at all. Mm. You, I figured out the twist in the first ten minutes of the movie, Yeah, and I was almost joking, yeah. but I was totally <laughs> joking. Uh, yeah, I, I think I kind of guessed it too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty easy to guess. Um, yeah, I don't recommend this film. No. the There's a quote-unquote hot teacher which like do you not know any attractive people because you keep calling this gentleman attractive and hot and it's like you know i'm not a beauty queen but you know it's gonna be like a plot point maybe hire a handsome actor yeah exactly he just kind of look like a a schlup you know right yeah yeah ugh no. There, I'm done. The Lurker. The Lurker. <laughs> that ended our night. Then we went home and you couldn't stop talking about it. No. Stinker. Sorry, <laughs> Lurker. And set in Chicago, but nothing looked like it was Chicago. Mm-hmm. And not no. only that, but a lot of it was filmed at like a school. Right. And I understand that you can't film during the day. You probably yes. have to film at night. But there has to be a way that you make it look like it's daytime. Or I'm just wondering why... Was everyone at night school? Why is everybody here at night? And part of it was because they were in a play, so that would happen at night. But part of it was in class. Oh, and the play was Romeo and Juliet, where the wrong characters were saying the wrong lines. And I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm an English major, but I feel like everybody knows (laughs) Romeo and Juliet. Just get them to say the correct lines. I don't understand. So, yeah. I did not like it. (laughs) I'm no filmmaker. I'm an asshole. Did you like this movie the least out of all the movies? No. (laughs) (laughs) I was kind of entertained in an eye-rolly way. (laughs) Uh, Tuesday was our next day. Yes. Uh, We started off with the shorts again. And then at 4.30, uh, we we watched the movie The Mutes from Poland, I believe. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, this is like a medieval film about religion, um, and it was fucking good. It was um, really good, It looked yeah. great. The filmmaking in this movie was top-notch. Yeah. This movie won most of the awards that they were given out. Uh, the lead actor in this movie got one of them, um, I believe, uh, they won something else too, I forgot what it was, um, best visuals or some shit, because this movie looks great. Yeah. They don't give you a whole lot of story when you first start out, you guys kind of like, kind of pick it up as you go along but it makes the film so much better when yeah. you're just trying to figure out what's going on i agree like because the um this is uh about you know medieval times where or the crusades even i believe where uh, christians were would go to different parts of the world and convert people to uh, christianity right or whatever religion they were were, were, were teaching and take over that land and, mm-hmm. and get all those people to cross over or else they would die. <laughs> you know, yeah. the king would come by like, oh, you're not speaking my language or my religion. It shows then, you how unbelievably dangerous organized religion is. And I think that's the point 
the mute was trying to get across yeah. too. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I already knew that, so, right. <laughs> we're so I like, had to yeah. let this movie sink in because I was like, "Well, I already learned that lesson when I was like 11 <laughs> <laughs> when I quit the Catholic Church." Yeah, great movie, great movie, yeah, great, great visuals. Movie. Mm-hmm. Um, even one of the programmers is like, "I don't even know why this film is in this festival. It's so great." You know? <laughs> it's way too good for the <laughs> <Yeah. festival. laughs> Which it is very good. <laughs> it is a good movie. Yeah. Um, check this one out. It's an A for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, now. Drum roll. My high points <laughs> of the festival came this Tuesday, uh, 7 o'clock, and it was a presentation by Joe Bob Briggs, one of my heroes, <clears throat> and what this podcast is based off of, which yeah. it really is. Like When I first started this, Joe Bob Briggs wasn't around anymore really he was around but he wasn't doing his show then about a year after i started doing this show which was kind of somewhat very 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 little based on uh, his shows mm-hmm. um, with a little twist and everything but that's what i wanted to do and then yeah a year later he came back on shutter again and started doing specials and now he's got the the last drive-in and everything, so... And it <clears throat> crashed Shudder, because yes. so many people wanted to see him. Yes. In a revival, yeah. Yes. So it's telling how popular he still was. Yes, still absolutely. Is. <clears throat> Generations now. Generations yeah. of people. And I am one of those. And I finally, yeah, I, I got to meet one of my idols. Uh, I got a picture with him and everything after the seminar, which... Is about uh, how Redneck saved Hollywood. Yeah, he was up there for a good two hours, showing you know, talking about geography and rednecks and fucking the showing clips. origin of rednecks. Right, and yeah, and it's hilarious. <laughs> Just think of you know before if you watch a Joe Bob Briggs um, movie before you know he introduces a film, <laughs> he talks forever before I ever get yeah. into the point of the film, mm-hmm. which is how it's always been with him, even. Even his his uh, his uh, website is like that too. If he reviews a film, <laughs> he'll have a whole like few paragraphs talking about shit unrelated to the film. Well, yeah. maybe a little bit, but then he'll be like, "Oh yeah, this movie." <laughs> go on. Right. So just think of that as just a seminar, though. Yeah. And it was fun. It was a great time. I'm showing clips from <clears throat> movies like Texas Chainsaw Massacre, Massacre Deliverance. Um, he his point is. Uh, he talks about Birth of a Nation, the first film, mm-hmm. um, and how they make black men the villain in right. those films. Yes. And that's absolutely, it's morally wrong. It's mm-hmm. uh, <clears throat> not PC at all anymore, which it absolutely shouldn't be. Right. Um, but if you make Rednecks the bad guy, no one is going to complain about that. Right. Exactly, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> he's got a really good point. There's no, like, social justice for Rednecks. So he was like saying what the what, like the the 80s were Russians, the 90s were Arabs, the thousands were something else. Yeah. And now rednecks. We're back. Let's <laughs> go yeah. rednecks. You can't go wrong. No one's ever gonna be like, hey man, no one's gonna be offended. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. And also, I've said this before, um, but yeah, when I moved to Chicago, I realized that kids who grew up in the city are so scared of rednecks. <laughs> it's so funny because I grew up around them. I mean, it was like my hometown. They're not scary. They're not like well, I don't know. Deliverance took place in the South. Maybe those rednecks are scary, but yeah. Oh. All hillbillies are rednecks, but not all rednecks are hillbillies. Yes. <laughs> That's true. I loved it. It was a great show. Yeah. Um, I had a great time with it. 
And I liked it so much that we had to leave right after it and couldn't catch the next movie because I was all yoked up. Yeah, we were both yoked up. He was so nice. It was cool to meet him. He did a podcast intro for us. Yes, it was yeah. great. It was awesome. I had a, it was a great, great time. The next movie we didn't get to catch was Mope, and it's about two male porn stars trying to get into the business. And shit going awry that's based on a true story. I did want to see this movie, but man, I was too yoked up, so yeah. I have to catch it some other time. I would like to see it, but yeah, I didn't care enough to <clears> stick around. Now, this leads to Wednesday. It was our shortest day. Mm-hmm. Uh, we only saw one movie because we skipped two of them. Uh, we'll go through the first one first. Yeah. At 5 o'clock, which was a shore up, mm-hmm. a chore hour, however you want to say it. This movie was filmed, <clears throat> I want to say, about four years ago. And it very much, very, very much is like it. Yeah. It. Um, it's unfortunate because it wasn't a bad movie. It was pretty good, actually. No, but it's, yeah, it's it kind of just made me want to watch it. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's unfortunate for that movie. It was still good. It was still fun to watch. I still had a good time watching it. Yeah, but, but even the Pennywise is a lot scarier than this monster was. Yeah, Pennywise was, but this monster is a pretty cool looking monster, yeah. though I liked it, but yeah, you're you're right. But I can't say enough how much this movie is it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Unfortunately, you know, it hasn't been released yet, and it was made so long ago. And then I just think they missed their opportunity now. And but what, it was in Spanish? Yeah, it was in Spanish. Okay. Or was it... Let's see. No, m- Morocco. Oh, it's from Morocco? Yeah. Oh, shit. It's, it was French. <laughs> it was French. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. right. It was French because one of the programmers is French, and I think, believe he knew one of the filmmakers. Yeah. And, so he, and it's cool with Cinepocalypse. They have different people getting different kind of films yeah. in. Like, that guy was getting all, like, the uh, foreign films in there. Then there's the woman who works there, too. She works for the AV Club. She gets a lot of the shorts and local movies oh, in okay. there, too. Uh, and then some of the other programmers do other things. I guess I don't know exactly what they what films they get, but it's kind of cool. They they try and pick from all these different places around yeah. the world. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, try uh, check this one out. Check it out. It's only ninety minutes. It's spelled A C H O U R A. So yeah, it was cool. Yeah. That's it. It is. Uh, we didn't stick around for the new Into the Dark movie, because we'll just catch it next month. It comes out July 4th. <clears throat> yeah. yeah. We'll watch that in Stranger Things, I guess. Mm-hmm. And then um, at 9.45, we also... There was a special showing of the new Annabelle film. Uh, we didn't stick around for that either, because we're just going to go see it next weekend. Yeah. Uh, mostly, you know, we want to just see the films that aren't going to be released. Exactly. Right? The, <laughs> this there's one no is. other way to watch it. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it was just one film that day, the second to the last day, and uh, that leads us to Thursday. Two films left. This next film that started at about 3.30 is called The Last to See Them, and this is the movie that won Best Film, or the, the jury right. prize at Cinepocalypse this year. Now, this is also the movie that is last on my list of films that I liked. <clears throat> um, I just didn't understand. Oh, I understand. It's marketed as a horror movie. Okay, this is... Okay, this is... Yeah, this is... I'll say it's a horror movie, but it's for people who don't like horror movies. People who don't like to be scared should watch this movie. Because all it is is pretty much just people going about their lives. And that's it. Really, that's it. There's nothing more, nothing less. The last day of this family's life. And that's it. 
And and you know that from the beginning. Yes. The text in the screen at the very beginning says that this family's going to be murdered um, in their beds by robbers yeah. after this day ends. Right. Um, and then it ends. You There's just a slice of life type of thing. Right. The, their daughter, who never shows up in this movie, is getting married. The right. younger daughter's making bridesmaids dresses and ricotta pie or something. Yeah. <clears throat> Mom has some sort of ailment she's going to get surgery for. Yeah. So we get to see, instead of, you know, sitting in our house watching our boring fucking family, I get to go to a theater <laughs> and watch someone else's boring fucking family for an hour and a half. But then when it, I'm gonna spoil this whole movie. Do it, do it, because fuck it. this movie, and fuck <laughs> and fuck them for for voting on this movie. It's really well filmed. I mean, it yeah, is. it looks I great. Just don't understand because it ends with text saying, and then they got murdered at the end. Right. So there's no horror. It's like you did an In Cold Blood remake, but you didn't include anything from In Cold Blood that made that story famous. Mm-hmm. Or you built a gas station, and then you didn't put any gas in the fucking gas station, <laughs> or snacks or anything, and then you opened it up, and just, and you wanted people to go there, and they're like, "Hey, can I get some gas?" No, there's no gas in this fucking. <laughs> like, what do you expect? You're like, huh? I'm just I would like the jury to explain to me why they thought a this was a horror movie and b this was a good movie. So, yeah, don't see this movie. Please don't see this movie. (laughs) Or, if you really liked it, explain it to me, because... Oh, I get it. I get this movie, man. (laughs) It's, yeah, you're you're trying, you're, you're, you're trying a new horror film. That's great. You tried something. It didn't work. I've seen other movies like this. I've spoke about it before. That movie, Muck. It starts out in the second movie. Oh, They've never yeah. filmed the first or third mm-hmm. ones. They're like, hey, let's try something new. Instead of starting a trilogy in the beginning, let's start it right in the middle. Sometimes it works. George Lucas, it worked. <laughs> that fuck, it didn't. Yeah. Okay, Muck sucked. <coughs> so did this fucking piece of shit. Yeah. It was filmed really well, but I don't give a fuck about any of those people there. Uh, who gives a shit? I, I, we get to see uh, fucking people making ricotta. <laughs> You're like you said, or... I get to see some ass, some young asshole kid play a trumpet. Like, who cares? There's like a, a lack of music, and also like choke a cat. What was that about? Yeah, what the fuck? You was mean to a cat and stuff like man. Okay, yeah, your movie looks really good, but there's nothing in it. Yeah. Nothing. Except like a lot of long shots, because they they wanted you to get this feeling of isolation. This house is yeah. way up on a hill, and it takes a really long time to get there on this dirt road. But I kept making Manos the Hands of Fate jokes every time we got to see, like, follow this right. really long road up to their house. <laughs> you know, they're driving again. It's like they built this roller coaster that no one can fucking ride. <laughs> they didn't even put any cars on this roller coaster. You just have to watch it. And hopefully something might happen. And nothing does. Nothing does. And so, I don't know what crack or what other fucked up drugs they were smoking for this <laughs> I'm just going to say I disagree heavily this does not deserve to be the best film out of here Yeah. no way Mm-mm. almost any other one of these films here could have been better or, or deserved it, I'm not, not even say better deserved it, this movie did not deserve it, this is not a yeah. horror movie this is a drama this is this is fucking a shitty fucking family that you don't want to be at home with, but yet, oh, I go to a fucking theater and I gotta watch some asshole da- dad, some prick son, some sick mother, and some goofy fucking boyfriend. 
Like, I, I don't need that. I, I see that in five minutes on every other movie or yeah. TV show, and I don't need it here, and I don't need it stretched out for an hour and a half where nothing fucking happens. Yeah, nothing happens. <clears throat> I was pissed when I heard that this movie won. I well, was pissed. yeah, and the programmer, when he introduced it, he called it a deconstruction of the horror film, as in, like, you take all the elements of the horror film out. And then and you just make just a movie? With, no, yeah, yeah. with nothing, yeah. <laughs> Is, I guess, what he meant. Oh, you might like this movie if you like slow burns. Motherfucker, they didn't even turn on the oven. No, okay? they didn't. <laughs> Except to make that ricotta pie. Yeah, that's, yeah, that, that was the best action I saw. It a really long time, yeah. I might have learned how to make a fucking pie. Great. <laughs> Piece of shit. I mean, it looks good. I mean, yeah, I'll give him that. It's beautifully shot. Yeah, yeah. it's just, there's, there's nothing. no plot. There's yeah. nothing, yeah, no plot. Luckily, the movie after it brought things back up a little bit. Uh, it was called Ghost Killers versus Bloody Mary. Yeah, you liked this movie more than I did. I did because okay. the last one was so fucking horrible, yeah, and this one really true. brought it up. <laughs> and it was, you know, it, a, a lot of the jokes in this movie fall flat. Uh, uh, this film is, uh, um, it's from Brazil, I want to say. Yeah, it is from Brazil, and it's about these fake YouTube ghost catchers who are uh, paid to uh, check out this high school that's haunted with Bloody Mary. Mm-hmm. And a lot of crazy stuff happens, and it's a comedy with gore and blood and all this stuff. You know, It's going to be on Netflix pretty soon, I believe. That's what the programmer oh, said. Oh, this one is. Okay. Yeah, and then I read, too, that it's also going to be on Netflix. Um, I don't know. I thought the episodes of Ghost Facers from the Supernatural series were funny. You know, <laughs> actually, I, I went and I read a review on this movie today, about, and they actually mentioned that, and they're saying the like, yeah, facers? it was it yeah. was better that the, the the Supernatural episodes were better than they're this funnier. One. Yeah, this one has gore and stuff in it too, but yeah, but you know, Supernatural for being on at like seven o'clock on a Thursday, right? Yeah. Kind of gory. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I'd say watch this movie, but get stoned. Then it'll be yeah. a lot more enjoyable if you get ripped. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Watch this film. <laughs> yeah, it will be. Yeah. There is some funny parts to it, and there's some good parts, but a lot of it f- fell flat. It's like gross-out humor, and not too many, I like that in small doses. And not too many people were likable in it either. Yeah. Uh, they killed the female lead way too early, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But that closed out the fest for us. Um, yeah, was... the last movie they showed was Airheads, but we didn't stick around because yeah. we didn't really care. I don't care about Airheads. Yeah. I think Airheads is actually kind of stupid. It is stupid. No, I look at it, I'm a little... You know what? I don't like how they portray metal people in movies. <laughs> All right? I don't. And I made this point when we did... Um, heavy Trip. Heavy Trip. Mm-hmm. That's like one of the first movies that ever portrayed like a heavy metal person true. Yeah. Other than, you know, what was that one documentary? Um, Spinal Tap? No, real documentary <laughs> oh. uh, about metalheads and stuff. <laughs> oh, shit. I forgot the name of it. Because they did a punk rock one before. Then they did a metal one. I don't remember it soon okay. I should check that one. It's funny. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. That's the festival. It was great. Um, I want to say the movies were better last year. And there were more movies I liked last year. Yeah. That I felt strongly about a lot more movies last year than I did yes. this year. There were some really good ones this year. Mm, just seems more were passable. Yeah. There were some stinkers. And I don't remember any stinkers last year. Uh, yes. 
malevolent or whatever. Oh, yeah, but like, it wasn't even, like, bad. It just yeah, wasn't just, very good. Eh, yeah. Yeah, it's just <laughs> nothing special, that's all. <laughs> well, it was a hell of a festival. It was yes, a great time, though. It was. That's, it's a beautiful theater. Mm-hmm. I appreciate how hard these programmers work. Yeah, they to did. put this together. Yeah. They, they were all on time uh, for the most part. Mm-hmm. Some were starting a little late, but those technical difficulties, they're always ready to go up there and introduce the movie and do all this. They're there they're on their all shit. All day so, and all yeah. night, yeah. So it's cool to see people who care, you know, mm-hmm. and you get to kind of know these people also and see them next year. Yeah. And be like, hey, mm-hmm. I remember that guy? And then, yeah, that was, that was really cool. I like to, I like those guys. They, they did a good job. Yeah, What's and the director it? of the music box, he's running around too. Right, I'm right, sure yeah. That's who he is. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Props yeah. to him too. Yeah, really keeping everyone together. It's cool. Mm-hmm. So um, that concludes this episode. Um, do you have any ones? Well, you know, before we conclude the episode, why don't you name your top whatever? My top three. My top three are definitely uh, Villains, uh-huh. The Lodge, uh-huh. and Kindred Spirits. Those are your top three? Yeah. I will say that Villains is, is a, a, top, a, a top there. Um, the Lodge, absolutely. Uh, the Kindred Spirits, yeah. Mute was really good. My top five, probably, and yeah. Why Don't You Die? Those are my top five. Yeah, that one's that would be my in my top five, too, yeah. Uh, Satanic Panic would be kind of edged out along with Attack, Attack of the Demons. And I won't really add Tammy and the T-Rex on there. Well, I should, you know, but it was... I mean, fun. it was the world premiere it of was. that cut. Yeah, you have, a, yeah uh, you have a good point there. Yeah. So those are the ones you should definitely check out. We agree on the top five. <laughs> wow. Uh, so check out those five, at least. Yeah. Check them out as soon as they come out. I think The Lodge is going to be released in theaters. I would like to see that again. That might be the only one released in theaters. Okay. But you don't think Kindred Spirits will make it to theaters? No, I think it'll be video on demand. Okay. And I will watch it. Most of his shit doesn't go to theaters, unfortunately. True. I'm going to buy that one. <laughs> <laughs> but it was cool to see him there, too. Lucky yeah. he was there mm-hmm. just chilling, you know, and... T- Talking he was there people. for like a lot of the festival, yeah. yeah he stuck around cool. for Darlin'. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To see the sequel to his film. So. Mm-hmm. All right, peeps. Thank you once again for joining us for this special edition. And I will see you next week. Or you can stick around or for the next podcast that I'm going to do. And it's just about one movie from Cinepocalypse. The Glenn Danzig movie, Veronica. And Do you want me experience. to join you? Yeah, you should okay. join me because I because I, I, I'm gonna need a laugh track on this one. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. Awesome. All right, thank you everyone, and we will see you next week. Thanks for listening. Oh,
take out of you!